from AATH, the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. This is LaughBox, the podcast for laughter and humor professionals. Here's your host, Chip Lutz. Hello, friends, and welcome to LaughBox, the official podcast for the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Today on the show, we've got Professor Frank Chindamo. Frank, I got to meet There we go. I have not really got to meet Frank in person, although I have got to see him on video uh, quite a few, uh, well, at least one time, and he's a pretty sexy guy there on video. He was uh, small, but good looking. Anyway, Frank got to start with... <laughs> with I'm, I'm life-size in real life, though. If you meet me in real life, I'm actually It's like a new beer. Objects yeah. in person are much closer than they appear here. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. True. Yeah. Frank heads up uh, a uh, endeavor called uh, Laugh MD. We're going to talk to him a little bit about that today and what he's uh, he and his group are working to do as far as making a positive impact for the you know people uh, that uh, are in the hospital. So welcome, Frank, to Laughbox. It's a beautiful place, my God. The furniture alone is stunning. <laughs> nice. So. If you can tell our listeners a little about a uh, little bit about yourself, how you got your, your start in the humor biz, so to speak. What are your humor your humor roots? Uh, well, in uh, in the biz, I was lucky enough to uh, be an intern and then uh, write a sketch for Saturday Night Live, and that was my first introduction to it. And uh, then I went on to work for movies like Ghostbusters and After Hours, and uh, then started making my own films. And had a company called Phone Little Movies that I still uh, am making videos for the internet. So big companies like Intel and Walmart and Petco and Chevrolet. So I've got a long history of uh, doing funny stuff for my. That's uh, pretty cool. That uh, what did you do uh, on Ghostbusters? You were you helped write? Oh God, no, no, <laughs> no! I was at the other end of the totem pole, the, the part of the totem pole that the dog pees on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What's uh, <clears throat> what part of the totem pole did you work on then? Uh, well, it was um, uh, you know when they're drilling for oil and uh, they they you know accidentally tap into the magma of the earth. Uh huh. Yeah, I was below that. All right, gotcha. Did you get yeah. to meet the, yeah. the actors there on, on set? I did, I did. I was a production assistant. It was such a fun gig. I got to hang out with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, um, uh, Ernie, um, uh, Ernie Hudson, and uh, Rick Moranis. And they were all just the nicest people in their own ways. Uh, Bill Murray was the most gregarious guy you could possibly imagine. So nice, remembered everybody's names, always would walk up to you, pat you on the shoulder, ask how you were doing. It was really, really nice. That's pretty neat because a lot of times you hear that you know, stars, when they're not being stars, they're just kind of jackholes. So it's kind of cool to hear that. <laughs> That's a technical term, jackhole, technical term. Yeah, I, I worked with Jack, actually. <laughs> Jack, Jack Hole. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not a very nice guy at all. He's a, he's a, Jackhole, that yes, guy. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's what they called it. That, yeah. Well, that is pretty cool. So, tell me a little bit about Fun Little Movies. What spawned that? Uh, so, 
So I started filming movies when I was uh, uh, in grad school at Columbia University in New York, and I had this idea of um, incorporating stand-up comedy, which was my night job. I was booking stand-up comedians and driving them all around the New York area and working with great comedians like uh, Ray Romano, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, Carol Leifer, um, Dennis Leary, and just a whole host of the comedians that were kind of coming up in, 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 in the early 90s. And uh, so I had an idea on how to take their stand-up acts and visualize them on film by uh, taking stories from their acts. And so that became something called the Jelly Donut Saga, which was the shortest film to this day, still the shortest film ever to pass as a thesis film at Columbia University. <laughs> Frank's <laughs> claim to fame. <That's laughs> yes. Size matters. <laughs> that's funny I know your wife tells you that as well but not in a nice way right yeah so um, anyway yeah so I got to, 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 to you know do that and uh, so I became suddenly like the guy in New York I got an office on Broadway and I was making uh, short funny movies with stand-up comedians where we would visualize their acts uh, for Showtime HBO MTV CBS, CBS, uh, Playboy, Comedy Central, you name it. And I won about 30 awards for doing it. 30? That's a lot. 30 is a lot. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, over the course of my career, I won a car uh, as a Nissan Focus Grand Prize. And then I won another car in Barcelona at the mobile content world. You won two cars? You're, you're I, I have won two cars in my lifetime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like in my top five coolest people I've talked to so far because I've never won a car. Uh, won a oh well, Chip. My advice: leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm in your top five, you are starved for entertainment. My <laughs> God, I don't think so. It's that's it, a. Uh, that's a, a cool start on uh, with the the fun little movies and how does that evolve over the years? Well, uh, I was the first guy to be doing a short comedy film series that became a channel on Sprint cell phones. And back in two thousand four, it was like you know, oh, what strange magic do you possess that you can put movies on a cell phone? Because in those days, you know, <laughs> movies on a cell phone. Are you kidding me? I can't get a call on a cell phone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike now when signals never drop, Chip. Yeah. That never happens. Ne yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I, so, you know, here I am with this little company called Fun Little Movies, and I've been making those little shorts for, for the internet. And then in 2004, we started putting them on Sprint cell phones. And it was amazing uh, back then to open a flip phone and, and watch a movie. And it was like Dick Tracy's watch. Mm -hmm. uh, but only if you would strap the phone to your wrist, which was pretty awkward. Because you'd and, have to do uh, a duct tape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you, when you yank the duct tape off, it really hurts. It does. So I don't... Don't recommend that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for doing that, uh, I was on the front page of the LA Times. 
We were a cover story in uh, Forbes magazine. We were in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, et cetera, et cetera, because it was really kind of a pioneering effort. And that led to me doing them for all the mobile companies. And even to this day, I'm so grateful. I just got another check from Sprint for having the Fun Little Movies channel on Sprint cell phones. Really? So I don't have yeah. Sprint. I've got AT&T. Maybe I should switch because there's really not anything fun about AT&T at all. Nothing fun. No fun little movies. I no, yeah. How much do you really enjoy having your, you know, phone calls listened to by the NSA? <laughs> right. Which, by the way, if you are listening, this uh, my name is Frank Chandamo, and uh, I'm <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so that's been a staple for you for a while, but now you're moving into, uh, well, you've already moved into this. Um, effort called LaughMD. What's that about? Uh, well, a, a little background. Um, I'm uh, from, uh, from a large family uh, back in New York, and uh, very sadly, I watched my, my father and then my younger brother and then my stepfather all pass away in hospitals. And it was sad and it was boring mm -hmm. because you would sit there in the hospital with these folks and there would be nothing on the televisions except for crappy daytime soap operas and terrible reruns of very violent uh, TV shows and lots of, you know, commercials blaring at you about, you know, lawyers who could help you win a case against the drug companies and all this stuff. And it was just <laughs> terrible, right? Right. And so I thought to myself, I, I would never want that pumped into my IV if you were to, you know, extract that. I would much rather have something that would be good for me pumped into my, you know, brain instead of IV. Uh -huh. And I thought, you know, what is the best thing? Oh, duh, those little movies that I'm making that inspire laughter, which produces, a, uh, produces um, dopamine and, and serotonin and endorphins and, you know, all good hormones chipped that, that I've paid good money to try and stimulate in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the dopamine guy comes around every other day and I, I you know, it's at least 50 bucks. Chip. It's like we were growing <laughs> up on uh, Sesame Street. Hey, buddy, want yeah. buy some dopamine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, is that a problem? <laughs> did Not I just confess all. to something on the air? Oh, no. I did. Like I said, so, my name is Frank Shindamo. Um, yes, and I'm Chip Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> so, and my guess is, go on, sorry. How are you? Um, so, are you currently, you know, uh, in a lot of hospitals, in a couple hospitals? How's the effort going? Um, I'm in a mental hospital at the moment, Chip. Funny <laughs> you ask. <clears throat> no, uh, basically, the idea of putting a channel of comedic films on a hospital television set was a very nice idea, and we got very nice reviews over at uh, Kaiser Permanente in Hollywood. Uh, we were at um, Cedars-Sinai, a flagship hospital in Beverly Hills here in California, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, the folks I was working with and I all kind of realized, you know what? There's just no way to monetize this. We can't charge the patients for the channel. We can't charge the hospitals. People just, you know, weren't ready to pay for it. And so 
we had to find another way to do it. And now what we're doing is uh, we've moved it from the television sets to an app. So there is an app in the app store under App Machine called LaughMD. And we've moved it from instead of uh, supplying unmeasurable comedy where you can't really measure the results, right? Um, we've moved it instead to healthcare providers. And now we're trying to partner with different uh, hospitals to try and give this app to healthcare providers where we can actually measure their stress levels before and after they watch a funny movie. A little short comedic film, two minutes long, that sort of thing. That's really cool. Um, are you having a pretty good success on connecting with healthcare providers on that? Not yet. Um, what, what winds up happening thus far is that people say, yeah, that's a really good idea. Sure, we'd love to de-stress our uh, doctors and nurses. That sounds fantastic. Come on over. But then when it gets to the actual putting it onto people's cell phones and saying, listen, we need to measure this for 30 days and all that, we've, uh, unfortunately, here in Los Angeles, everybody's been so darn busy that they just don't have that two or three minutes to watch the funny movie. Mm -hmm. And so I know it sounds like a conundrum because when are people not looking at their cell phones these days? Mm -hmm. But uh, we haven't had that success yet, but I'm hoping one of your listeners is brave enough to say, gosh, we believe in this and, and we'll spare the two or three minutes to, to try and test this. Why well, I, I believe in it, and hopefully some people listening will see the value in it. Certainly, there is you know quite a bit of value, but maybe you should look out uh, going from L.A. where it's really busy to say uh, I don't know Mississippi. That would be fine. <laughs> I'm just I'm just throwing. If you have I a just, listener in Mississippi that's re ready to do this, so am I. I was just kidding. I just think about when I was uh, stationed in Washington D.C. and the pace of life there is really fast, like it is in L.A. And then I, I transferred to Kansas, where the pace of life was much different. It was just a much different dynamic living there. So I would say mm. that, uh, there's got to be other places on there. So you've got a whole board of. Uh, you know, uh, on your website, which is uh, LaughMD, you've you know when I was going through and I was looking at the mm -hmm. list of people that you've got associated with the um, with the with the effort. I mean, you got some some pretty uh, I would say high power, but some pretty cool people on your board there. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got those people involved? Sure. Uh, you know, they're they're all my favorites. Uh, one of them is. Uh, Ron Friedman, and Ron Friedman is just the nicest guy. He's the, the, the professor at uh, USC and Chapman University that uh, got me a job at Chapman University. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the writer who was sitting with Gary Marshall in a room back in the 1970s, and they said, you know how this show Happy Days? Everybody's so nice on this show. We need a bad boy. And Ron Friedman said, well, why don't we create a character named Arthur Fonzarelli and we'll call him the Fonz. And they went, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's try that. And so Ron Friedman created the Fonz. He created uh, 
uh, he worked with uh, Jonathan Winters and Robin Williams to create Mork and Mindy. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's written just, what is it? He's got five of the top 100 comedic television shows of all time. The, the, what, what, what the American Film Institute calls the five funniest uh, uh, television shows of all time. Ron's written five of them. So he's a pretty funny guy. <laughs> well, I would think so. Uh, just the fact that he created the Fonz is pretty cool to me because I live just south of Milwaukee and there's a bronze Fonz up there. So, Oh, wow. If you've never been to Milwaukee, you should check it out. They've got, um, or you can Google and you can look at it, but they've got a little statue of the Fonz down there in the, next to the, uh, next to the river. You can get your, the bronze Fonz. The bronze Fonz. I've got my picture wow. taken with him. Again, um, I, I'm thinking. That I understand that's, that that's also your rap name, isn't it? <laughs> the front, no, yeah. actually, my rap name is uh, Two Fitty Nickel Chip. That's my that's my rap name. <laughs> All right, then I'm taking it. I'll, I'll be the Bronze Fonz from now on. <laughs> the Bronze Fonz. That would be an awesome rap name, though. <laughs> it would be. Yeah, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. You got, you got ice. You're too late. Ice tea. And you got the Bronze Fonz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going with that. I'm running with that. Although if you're bronze, you really can't run. Is, um, <laughs> so who are some of the other people that you've got uh, that are associated with the um, LaughMD? Uh, I've happily been advised by Dr. Robert Slay, who is one of the stars of a television show called, uh, let's see, he's starting two. I think one of them is called Sex Sent Me to the ER. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen. I've seen that. It's like on A and E or something. I've seen that. It's a crazy show. Yep. That is a crazy yep. show. Yep. Um, he's also starred in. Uh, oh, I'm forgetting the name of it now, but it's on the website. Something about uh, you know interesting stories of the ER. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it justice, but but he's he's been the star of that show as well. He is a uh, former colonel in the U.S. Army. Um, uh, yeah, orthopedic uh, surgeon and just the, again, just the nicest guy you ever met. And he'll be performing at a stand-up comedy show that we're doing at USC Hospital this coming Friday night. So if any of your listeners are in Los Angeles, they should shoot an email to, uh, to frank at laughmd.com and I will send them uh, free passes to this show that we're doing. Well, it'll be, this will air after that date, but I'm sure they can still email you for the next upcoming dates that are coming up. For the upcoming dates, yes. Whatever day this airs, there's a show coming soon after that. So so not only do you have the app then, but you've, you're doing shows at hospitals? Right. Uh, we've partnered with uh, the, uni- uh, the University of Southern California at the Institute for Genetic Medicine, and... There's, uh, there's an art gallery in the IGM, and so they said, boy, it sure would be nice to do some stand-up comedy shows here, and that's what we're doing. So this, uh, this coming Friday night, we've got Brian Moreno and a host of other very uh, talented stand-up comedians. It's very funny. They uh, do make fun of the doctors and uh, the nurses, and uh, everybody has a really, really good time. Are you able to get any of your measurements uh, from that then? Uh, you know, my measurements are my business, Chip. You butt <laughs> out of that. 
<laughs> Touche. I'm known as being satisfactory, okay? I don't need... <laughs> I thought this was a clean show. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's, oh, good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, so how often well, are you doing that? We are going to be actually, yeah. We, we're going to be doing that actually this, uh, this, this, this time to see if, you know, it's if it uh, reduces the stress level of the doctors and nurses there at the, and other healthcare practitioners uh, there at the, uh, at the show. Mm -hmm. And then again, hopefully, you know, some of the folks there will say, boy, this is a good idea. You should make an app out of this. And I'll jump up and say, as a matter of fact, we did. Can I share this with you? For the, with the app, can, is that just for healthcare providers or can anybody get the app if they wanted to get it? Uh, right now, we're looking to partner with healthcare providers. The eventual goal, Chip, is that we're going to be able to get measurements, show what we all intuitively know, that laughter actually does reduce your stress, that laughter does reduce your cortisol, that it does reduce your adrenaline. And once we show that, then we'll be able to uh, use it uh, more effectively uh, and roll it out for the healthcare providers. And then the idea is that once the healthcare providers are using it, they will then say, ah, I see that this has value and benefit, and they will then uh, help us get it to the patients themselves, which is the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you, Chip, if I was to walk up to you and say, hey, guess what? Uh, I have found a drug that will lower your adrenaline your cortisol, will reduce your sensitivity to pain, will uh, help you heal faster, will, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, benefit, benefit, benefit. Mm -hmm. And this drug, it's almost free to replicate. And it has no side effects. Would you think to yourself, man, this guy needs a Nobel Prize. Professor Frank, Nobel Prize winner. That's it. Yes, it's on the way. Now, I'm actually quoting Dr. Lee Burke when I say that. Dr. Lee Burke is one of the, if not the, preeminent doctors and scientists in the field of laughter as medicine. He's been doing it ever since he was endowed by, um, I believe it was Norman Cousins. Yeah, Norman Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, great. And, uh, and by uh, Ray Kroc's um, uh, wife. Um, Mrs. Croc. Mrs. Croc. So, I was just going to say that. <laughs> Mrs. Croc. Mrs. Croc. Yes, exactly. As opposed to what I say, which is known to be quite a croc. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I would just oh, think that croc, all right. if I was in, you know, going to be in the hospital, it would be cool to have an app like that where I wouldn't have to, you know, watch, you know, Jerry Springer or daytime TV or, and be accosted, like you said, by all the commercials, you know, screaming at me about getting a lawyer that it would just mm. be kind of neat to you know, have something there for me. You know, even in my daily life, it would be kind of neat to have mm -hmm. that kind of app where it's like, Oh man, I need a little fix. I need a little humor fix. You know, I'm going to pull up, uh, I'm going to pull up, you know, my, uh, I'm going to open this app. I'm going to you know watch some uh, little videos and it's, you know, I'm going to have that momentary, um, vacation from my life absolutely it's the, you know the, the 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 benefit is not that you know 
can you get comedy on an app? Sure you can. Can you get funny videos on YouTube? Of course you can. The benefit of it is that uh, we're providing it in a therapeutic manner, number one, and number two is we're also curating it for you. So we're selecting the best of. These are human beings that are on my team that are selecting the best of. So we've got uh, funny cartoons from the New Yorker magazine. We've got funny baby videos because, you know, babies can be hilarious. They can uh -huh. be. They can also be they a pain be. But, you know. The, the true, true. <laughs> But we're editing that part out, Chip. <laughs> yes, I. So this will not not effective birth control. You're only going to show the the cute stuff from babies. So it'll be like, oh, absolutely. Baby. Yes, absolutely. Otherwise, the baby won't sign the release. <laughs> you put the baby in a bad light. The baby's agent starts calling. He wants you know final cut on the whole thing. It's terrible. So uh, so just funny baby videos, funny animal videos. Uh, we've got some stand up comedy videos there. And we've got the videos that I've made uh, through Fun Little Movies that have won awards and are vetted and cute and fun and, in this case, romantic comedies. And they're all GRPG rated, so uh, if you're at a hospital, you don't have to, you know, worry that you're watching something inappropriate either because, boy, there's a lot of comedy that's highly inappropriate as well. That's my favorite kind. Yes. Yes. Well, that's what we're doing here today. <laughs> Completely inappropriate comedy. Well, for, on the fun little videos, even though I don't have Sprint, uh -huh. can I get? Uh, I would imagine that I can find those some other place as well. You can, yeah, you can. We've got a whole, uh, we've got a whole about five hundred of them on our YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube.com/slash/user/slash/funlittlemovies, or just search the Fun Little Movies channel on YouTube, then you'll find a, a whole bunch of them. Well, that's a good, uh, that's a good piece, you know, for people that are looking for something that uh, is appropriate, appropriate comedy, and they need a, a mental break. So that's that's good information to have. Yeah, yeah, and those are, you know, those are all clean. Those are the videos that you'll you'll see on the Sprint Channel as well. A lot of those, and uh, we 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 never try to go beyond the PG rating with our stuff. Well, unlike I'm, your I'm, real life, Chip. Unlike my, yeah, Triple X. Me and Vin Diesel. Yeah. Me and Vin Diesel. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like I've heard. Said, like you said, I, I don't get out of the house. I live out on a farm. So, I, you know, I look out my window. I see the horses. And right now the chickens are still locked up. So the roosters aren't cackling in the background. Like on a lot of uh, interviews that I do, a lot of them, they're just, I'm just like, shut up. And they're just like, <laughs> oh, man. So irritating. So no, I know no that we're going to about 30 here. minutes because you're in a tight schedule today. So you know, after today, if people want to find you, where can they go? Where can they find Frank? Uh, the best thing to do would be to email me, frank at laughmd.com. And uh, that is spelled with an F. And uh, laugh the MD other... LaughMD is spelled with an F? No, Chip. Frank <laughs> is spelled with an F. <laughs> Please edit out that terrible attempt at humor. <laughs> I will not, because that's the best kind for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that, I put up on charges for attempted humor. And I would, uh, and the uh, LaughMD website is, well, where, where can people find that? LaughMD.com. Okay. And I would highly and, recommend uh, we, it. 
for people to check that out. It's a, it's a neat website and it's got some uh, great videos on there about the work that Frank and the team are doing in order to um, decrease uh, stress. You know, you can read the bios of the people that are on the board. Um, a fairly, mm -hmm. like I said, a, a fairly impressive um, group of people to include. Uh, Patch Adams is on there and Dr. Lee Burke. Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. sorry. Okay, I forgot to mention the most famous person on the advisory board, and that is Dr. Patch Adams. And uh, for you millennials, yes, he's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> he's well, not really just a movie that your parents made you watch. Exactly. <laughs> I really appreciate you spending some time with me today and sharing some stuff with our listeners on what you're doing. I think it's important work, um, not only for the doctors, but hopefully eventually that it catches on for the patients. Like you said, I, I can't think of any time I've been in, spent time in the hospital where it's been enjoyable. And you're right. There's nothing, there's nothing quality there to, to do or to occupy your mind. It would be nice to have something a little bit different piped in so it, uh, I, could, I could get the free drugs. Well, absolutely, Chip. You know, this is, this is something that's it's been a dream of mine for many, many years. We all know, you know, there's something to the, to the phrase, laughter is the best medicine. We all know that. And with the help of amazing scientists like uh, Dr. Lee Burke and, and you know, beloved uh, physicians like Patch Adams, uh, I think we're all going to eventually look back on you know, the present, and say, gosh, why, why aren't we using laughter as medicine when it's such a good medicine, when it, when, it, when it can help so much with so little side effects at such an inexpensive rate? And, um, you know, we, we really need partners. We need people who are brave enough to step up and say, yes, I'm willing to uh, do the, the, the legwork, the experimentation that's needed to get the measurements that will help us get funding from, uh, you know, federal groups or, or that sort of thing. And then once we have that, I think we're really going to start, start taking off. So if any of your listeners are out there and, and, and want to help with that, it's frank at laughmd.com. And if they don't want to help, then it's Chip Lutz at gotohell.com. <laughs> That, that is a real email address I own, so um, it is. Yeah, thanks for putting that out there. Certainly appreciate it. Sure. <laughs> uh, again, thanks, Chip. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I've had a really good time. You're a, uh, a really fun person to talk to. You too, Chip. You too. Thank you very much. And for those of you who are listening, uh, this has been LaughBox. I encourage you to check out LaughMD. Email Frank, find out what he's doing, and see how you can get involved. And by all means, go to aeth.org and check out the association. Consider and come to the con uh, coming to the conference where you can meet cool people like Frank and not so cool people like me. Well, <laughs> again, thanks a lot, my friend. I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you, Chip. I'll see you in I'll see you in April in Florida. Take care. Absolutely. This is Laughbox, <laughs> the podcast for laughter and humor professionals. Laughbox is made possible by a grant from the National Speakers Foundation and is brought to you by AATH, the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Find out more at aath.org. Be sure to review Laughbox on iTunes. For show notes and more information about today's conversation, visit laughbox.aath.org.